no better way to get better at football than playing football. So, like, you know. Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast, part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Hey, you done talking about CJ Stroud? I can be back, even though you ain't talk about him. Jamal <laughs> is back from vacation off his yacht. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. You see the background still different, so we ain't back yet, but we were yeah. here. What's up? He's, he's still on the road, but like I said last episode, the Colts cast never takes off. Nope. Look, everyone, if you're on YouTube, please ring that bell with the subscribe button. Don't forget to give us a like and a comment below throughout the video with your thoughts. We love hearing from you guys. That's the best way to support us, and it's completely free. All right. <laughs> wow. What a time to be alive as a Colts fan. It started out, you know, the first day of free agency, it was it was zip. Nada, nothing. And then all of a sudden, I think it was Matt Gay that, that that started off. But, you know, finally free agency is here. A lot has happened, you know, since Monday, since our even, you know, our last episode. Today, we're going to break down every single free agency signing up until Thursday. Resigning, trade, release, players who found a new home, all of them. Jamal, who should we begin with? Dun, dun, dun. Let's talk about the one that just happened just a couple se- a couple minutes ago. Guy, a quarterback, a backup quarterback, goes by the name of Gardner Minshew. That ring a bell to you? It does. It does. I yeah. like him. I like him. Yeah, yeah. What he play, he used to play for the Jaguars. You know, he has a little stint down in the AFC South. Then he uh he's since made his way to the Eagles. Uh sounds familiar. Ties with Shane Steichen. He's been Absolutely. a backup out there. Somebody now, Shane Steichen trusts. Exactly. Exactly. And that and that's what I want. You know, we've been talking about that bridge quarterback, who we need to be that bridge quarterback. Why not bring someone you're familiar with? Uh getting getting a face in here. Of course, everybody knows this would not be a starter for us. Uh, this is a safety net, it's a blanket. I don't know. I mean, I know Chris Ballard, I know he works funny. Uh, and we'll talk about how he works a little later, but this is a safety net, and, and I'm not mad about it because it's it's what we need. In a situation, we need that bridge quarterback, and we need someone who knows what the expectation is. This isn't someone we have to come in here and, and groom. He's already been groomed for the past couple seasons in, in Philly. Yeah, I think he'll. You, I I think he may start a few weeks, depending on mm-hmm. who, sure. who we pick up. As far as the draft, you know, we get an AR Will Levis in there. I I don't expect them to start week one, week two, week three, maybe down the line. Uh, but Gardner Minshew, I I believe is a high end backup. I like this pickup. I, I think it's a smart move. Is Nick Foles is he still is he still going to be on there? They need to go ahead and ace him. I don't know what they're waiting yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't think so. And it, since we're on quarterbacks, let, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Matt Ryan finally Bye-bye. released him. Finally released him. I didn't think they were going to hold on to a quarterback who they benched twice during the season. <laughs> Inevitable release. You know, he's a shell of his former self. Arm is noodle level. Mobility mm-hmm. was non-existent. Offensive line struggles or not, he only exacerbated the issue. It's it's time to start with the bargain, or it's time to stop with the bargain yeah. off quarterback. <laughs> um, e- either draft a rookie QB or or find that money in the bank account to sign uh the Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Make it happen, Captain. <laughs> Make it happen. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. 
Next up, though, man, um, I want to talk about Ashton Doolin for a second. She got signed to that two-year, $7.2 million. You know, I, I Personally, I'm glad Doolin's back. I do like him. I appreciate what he's done. He got off to a promising start before that foot injury. Um, and I, I think that had he been in there and his pro- productivity level to continue to climb as it was, he would have been grade A force. At the same time, as happy as I am that he is back, we have to remember that we talked about this two episodes ago where I feel like our wide receiver room has no one who has challenged him. Of course, we were hoping for that Jacoby Myers. He's gone to the Raiders, I believe it was. So we we, we missed out on that one. But this is a time where we need, we need a receiver in the building to show that competition. And I'm not saying that Doolin can't be that guy because I'm sure he has a chip on his shoulder. He wants something to prove. Um, you know, uh, now he's probably offic- officially – you know, our receiver number three based off some news we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But but I still need someone in here. I still need him to come in that mentality that he wants to be wide receiver one, although I know that's not his case. Not saying he can't build up to, you know, to to what he needs to be. But we need someone else in there. But I am happy to see that he is back because I think that he was on the uptick and he has something to prove. Yeah. Ashton Doolin, they resigned him to your deal up to nine nine point two million. I've always liked Doolin's versatility. You know, he, he can line up anywhere on the outside or in the slot. Uh, he's great on special teams. We, you know, with with new uh, special teams coordinator Brian Mason, I'm I'm sure he's he's happy about that resigning. What's not to like? So the signing, to me, and it just to me is it it was more about Paris Campbell than it was Doolin. So at that time, I was like, dang, they haven't taken care of Paris Campbell. This got to mean something. You know, why is Ashton Doolin getting a contract before Campbell? Are they still negotiating? Are they considering not retaining him? And then we saw Jacoby Myers only get $11 million a year. Mm-hmm. You know, he was considered the top uh, wide receiver free agent, in my opinion, on the market. Uh, if he's only getting $11 million, what what are they going to give Campbell? And then little do we know, Paris Campbell, unfortunately, Thanks. yep, did not make it. He, he signed with the Giants. Um, I, I thought this was interesting, man. Paris Campbell had his first full healthy season out of all his years with the Colts. And now we decide, yeah, you were healthy. I mean, all 17 games, like no hiccups. Yep. yep. And we were just like, nah, <laughs> he only got a one year, $3 million contract. You tell me we could have hit him with that 3.5 or four. I'm, I'm confused, <laughs> Jamal. Like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to uh, shed some light to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned that because when you look at his full contract breakdown with the Giants, I think that the Giants anticipate on only paying him that, that 3 million or that 2.9 million because, you know, he had that 1.4 fully guaranteed base salary, 1.5 signing bonus, a thousand, a hundred thousand workout bonus, a hundred K for every game he's active up to 1.7 uh, million uh, incentives up to 1.9 million. Here's what I thought was super interesting though. 200 K for each level hit. So four receptions, 200 K six receptions, another 200 eight uh, reception receiving touchdowns, another 200 K next tier for that 55 receptions, 200 K 65 receptions, 200 K 75 receptions, 200 K next tier 700 receiving yards, 200 K 800 receiving yards, 200 K 900 receiving yards, 200 K. And then 100K for leading the team in any of the following receptions, receiving yards, or receiving touchdowns. So all in all, that contract comes out really to like a 6.7 million if he hits everything. 
But I, I feel like the Giants fully anticipate him not producing as much because they put a lot of stipulations into this, which makes me wonder what could the Colts have done because he was willing to take this many stipulations in a contract. We couldn't figure out a way to, to mimic that or, you know, put a little more change in the pot. I think he's going to get a lot of targets over there in New York. That that wide receiver core is is thin. It's mm-hmm. not healthy. Like, you know, Sterling Shepard's coming off injury. Wandale Robinson, their they're rookie injured uh i think they got isaiah hot it's just not a it there's not a lot of competition so i do think he he will be a starter over there and i think he Mm -hmm. will compete for those incentives so he'll get a lot of those targets and i like paris campbell i i did want the colts to retain him looks like that's not the case i'm pretty pretty sad about that but yeah you know like you said ashton doolin stepping up to potentially wide receiver three we got to see what happens with the rest of free agency, we also have to see what happens in the draft. I mean, we we have a second rounder, we have a third round. I mean, we we can find some value wide receivers out there. So, um, you know, congrats to Ashton Doolin. Congrats to Paris Campbell too. I hope oh, I yeah. hope he does well over there. It's just I wish he would have done well with the Colts. I mean, come on, three million. Come on. I know, I know. You can make that happen. There's always money. You know, there's always. But you know what? Another person, uh, another person that has me nervous, especially after we just signed this defensive end, Samson uh, Ibukum, for a three-year, twenty-seven million dollars uh, mm. contract. We look at him. You know, during his tenure with the 49ers, he played thirty-two games, seventy-nine tackles, nine and a half sacks, twelve uh, tackles for a loss, two forced fumbles. This guy seems like the ideal person for the LEO position in, in Gus Bradley's defense. And I say that, Eric, because there's a player on our team who's been in that position with Gus Bradley for some time who averages uh, eight-plus sacks a season who the Colts have not resigned yet. And it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. Because now, I and, and you have to remember, you know, although Sam's, you know, Sam's, he only had the nine-and-a-half sacks over those 32 games, uh, you know, his tackles are high. We, uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and flex like we have a Nick Bosa on the other side playing, you know, so I don't know that his productivity would be as high. But one thing that Samson does bring to the table that Yannick does not goes back to that run, that that run defense we, we talked about. Such a low, low, low number um, for Yannick, but Samson brings that to the, to the table. And with him getting a three-year, $27 million deal, it has me wondering, especially after just watching how the, the Ashton Doolin and the Paris Campbell situation just kind of went about, could that mean that Yannick is officially on the chopping block for us? I I would have to say so. I'm going to – it seems like all the players we wanted to retain are not being retained. <laughs> yeah. But I don't see how they sign him to – you know, it, it's worth a maximum value up to $27 million, three mm-hmm. years. That's a good amount of money for an edge rusher. Um I don't see how they fit unique in, especially since there were some other players that got chopped off um, that I was kind of surprised about. But back to Bukum, um, I I thought so. His numbers were low. He, he only played like half of the snaps for the 49ers. So, you know, he was he was in the rotation, wasn't really always starting. But he's on the other side of Nick Bosa. Um, you know, I again, I don't think unique and Gakwe is returning now. Uh, he's Ballard's been doing some bargain spending. I mean, mm-hmm. let you know, saving here instead of signing unique is probably what five to six million in savings potentially. I don't right. know, you know, just just off unique's kind of market value. You know, what would it cost? I, I don't know. Uh, Ibukum, I, I think he is a downgrade in overall production, like just 
what we've seen on paper in the, in the past. But like I said, hasn't played as many snaps as unique, uh, things like that. So, and, and I like his run stopping game. I, I think he'll bring some, uh, a new element to that. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, I know you mentioned the, these upsets, Eric. I mean, should we just get, go ahead and give a quick shout out to DraftKings while, while we're talking about upsets? Because I got to tell you, man, Let's uh, talk I've, been, to him. I've been watching. I've been watching some some March Madness, uh, and I don't know about you, but are you guys ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook, the biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go into the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. I don't know if you've been watching today, Eric, but I have had the luxury of watching. Uh, there have been two upsets. Princeton upset Arizona, as well as Furman upset um, Virginia. I, so- I called the Furman one. Did you really? Yep, I have in my bracket. Oh, Furman, nice. Yep, I, I, Eric, because I, I did not think Virginia was great. Um, they mm-hmm. play slow basketball. I thought Furman had them on the perimeter. I got it. I got hey. it. Well, you part of the 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 not sixteen point six million of us who had them uh, moving forward. So, kudos to you. Uh, I think like they're gonna that. be some more. Yeah. Hey, you 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 next up, man. I gotta I gotta know. Um. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly, win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Who are we talking about next, man? All right, next up, let's let's go ahead and address the biggest elephant in the room. I think that we have to. It goes by our uh, the first guy we signed that uh, a kicker named Matt Gay from the from the Rams. Four years, twenty two point five million, record breaking deal for a kicker. What is Chris Ballard doing? What's he thinking? Talk to him, Eric. Man, you know what he's doing. I mean, yeah, it's twenty two and a half million dollar contract over four years. It, you know, my goodness is is what happens when you hear that. Because it makes you wonder, like, is Matt Gay one of the highest paid players on our team? I think he's like top 10 now. Like, yeah. if we're talking about like, cumulative mm-hmm. contract value. From an accuracy standpoint, he's top five in the league, 93.3% last year. Very accurate on 50 yard kicks, making seven of his eight attempts last year. As long as it was a 58 yarder, he's, he's got it. He's got He's got a cannon. He's got a cannon in that. So mm-hmm. he, he's accurate. He's got a cannon. He's a really good kicker, you know, all in all. It might seem like a lot for a kicker, but no more worrying about this position. We we like we shouldn't have to talk about a kicker every single week. Yep. It it shouldn't be the case. Um, not not to shit on kickers or anything, but it's just, I mean, you're there for certain plays and we expect you to make the kicks. That that's kind of what it is. You know, we don't want to talk about it. But Chase McLaughlin, I, I actually thought they would resign him, but you know, he was only decent, so I, I don't think Ballard wanted decent at this position. Matt Gay was stellar with the uh, Los Angeles Rams. I, I just think the only way this deal backfires is if he regresses, becomes Rodrigo Blankenship's shadow. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you know, you insert this guy on the 2021 Colts team, we're in the playoffs, in my opinion. He, he's he's going to give us the edge in games that we need, and – it, we got to be able to trust our kicker from any range. It's not an earth-shattering impact signing, but we can be happy about this. 
Hundred percent. I like what you said. Any range. We know how big our problems were with getting downfield. We knew that we had to make sure we were within the, you know, the fifth a fifty yard field goal for for Chase. You know, just to play it safe. So I like the fact that we have a Matt Gay now who can come in here and 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 hit those hit those kicks for us. Um, hopefully our offense obviously is way more productive than it was last year, to where he's only going to be banging out extra points for us. But we need that in case of emergency guy to be there. And that's one I can trust. Um, and, and and I'm not worried about him when he steps in the field. Like you said, as long as he doesn't regress, I think that he's going to do exactly what he came here to do. And why not give some guy like him indoors to kick? I mean, it just makes life so much easier and we need it. I like it. I like it. But hey, but I got a question for you because I know we got a couple more people to talk about. But I, I do you think Chris Ballard? Like, what's his plan? I mean, what's his plan? We're letting some of these, some of our good guys go. Uh, I, I, we're definitely going to talk about those guys, but I feel like besides Minshew, which we just happened, um, and 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 Matt Gay, I mean, what do you think? Because we all know, all Colts fans know, the eyes are on the quarterback. But I think Chris has kind of slipped under the radar because everyone's expecting quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. To now, I feel like he still hasn't shown us or told us what he wants or what he expects. So I'm still a little nervous about that. I can't let him off the hook just because, you know, we got a kicker now or we, we picked up a backup quarterback. I, I just still feel un, uneasy about his situation. Yeah, he's, he hasn't shown his hands. I don't know if he has pocket aces or two seven. Um, we're not even on the flop yet. I mean, we still got the draft. Um, we, we still have the rest of free agency. It, you know, mixed signals right now. Mm -hmm. uh, on one hand, you could say, uh, we're clearing cap space. You know, are we making room for a big signing? Um, on the other hand, you know, is he just clearing house with some older, older veterans? Um, just kind of retooling, not not necessarily blowing the whole thing up. But hey, uh, we don't need you anymore because we're not contending next year. But in a year or two from now, maybe. Uh, I I don't know yet. I I I haven't made my decision on that. The draft yeah. will be really telling. If he makes a blockbuster signing, that would be really telling. Things like that. So, I'm I'm still in the mixed signals portion of it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, but I tell you, one person I am glad that he did bring back. That's a guy by the name of EJ Speed, two year, eight million dollar contract. I think that's a value. That's a steal for us. You know, he, he coming off his best season as a Colt, uh, sixty three tackles, two forced fumbles, one sack. Think his role is going to significantly increase now with Okereke gone to the Giants. Uh, we we knew he was going to go. Well, I shouldn't say we knew he was going to go, but we knew he was going to be looking for money. Uh, Okereke was in that contract year. We talked about that at the beginning of the season and, and how important it was for him to ball out. And he felt he could do more. That four year, forty million, I think, of the Giants good for him. But I, I'm glad to see EJ Speed back because he he's shown that he wants to grow. And one thing about our linebacker core that I've noticed over the past couple of years is. Our, our coaching system has been able to develop linebackers. We get these guys, these Ayers, these EJs, you know, these 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 Shaq Leonard's and O'Kara case, and they just get better each year. So I don't really truly fear too much about losing an O'Kara case. Of course, I don't want to lose, you know, someone who can get me 80, 90 tackles a season. But I, I, I have full trust that whatever linebacker is in there, can learn the ropes and and we can we can coach them up to where they need to be because our linebacker core has been consistent. Yeah, I would have to agree. You know, shout out to Cato June and Richard mm -hmm. Smith, our linebackers coach and assistants linebackers coach. I mean, they're the ones back there doing the doing the uncredited work. So I appreciate them. Uh, back to EJ Speed, I agree with you, Jamal. A plus resigning. 
a strong special teams player. You know, he played the most uh, snaps on special team than any other player. Uh, again, Brian Mason's going to love him, love retaining him. Great rotational linebacker. We'll see his, what his role looks like this year, especially with Okereke out. But because he, he only played like a quarter of the defensive snaps last mm-hmm. season. So got some good uh, stats, you know, two forced fumbles, seven tackles for a loss in, in, in that uh, limited snap count. So EJ Speed got next up. But Bobby Okereke, we kind of saw the riding on the wall. There was no way we could sign all these linebackers to, you know, absurd amount of money just because we already have Shaquille Leonard booked up for <laughs> a lot of our cap space. So Whole what came up and, and linebacker is not premium position. It's something, you know, it, it, it doesn't have the highest value um, or I'm sorry. You need value players at at the linebacker position because you you know those positions don't get paid as much as as other positions. So um, we have too many good linebackers, can't pay them all. Uh, Okereke is now New York Giant, four year, forty million dollar deal, well deserved. You know, yeah, I, I felt like he improved every year as a Colt. Um, he was out there almost every snap this season, tearing it up against against the run game. It's not a Shaquille Leonard type of linebacker, but it, he was a stud. So I wish him well over there in the NFC. For sure. And, and another special teams player we, we just got back. Uh, I like this, a one-year, $1.2 million by the name of Tony Brown. Special team standout, man. I, I like him. I was glad to see he's back. You know, kind of the same role as EJ where he 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 was a big factor for us on special teams. And that's one thing I, I do enjoy when our players can take that role because, as we know, man, the 53-man roster, everyone's not going to get that shot. So if your your opportunities on special teams, you got to come out and ball out when you can. You can't be lackadaisical just because you're on special teams because you never know know what's going to happen to where you need to they're going we're going to need you we're going to need you to step up and 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 coaches pay attention to everything that's going on they watch film day in and day out so if you're on you know you're on the field messing around lollygagging not hitting your assignments they watch that tony brown a, a sleeper force there that we've been watching him on special teams he's been he's been a standout so colt said hey let me go ahead and pay you another one year 1.2 million which i think is a, an extreme value you know and i'm glad to see him back yeah, I'm glad to see him back only because our cornerback death has gotten mm-hmm. a little skinny. Um, they've been they've been trimming that that portion up. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm okay with the Tony Brown signing. I, I gotta see what he does. He may be a sleeper, he may not be. Um but we'll see. Yeah. So all right, so you mentioned uh they've been trimming. Did did anybody go to Dallas by chance from the cornerbacks? We this been... one hurt, man. This one man. Hurt. Yeah, this gilly lock, bro. Talk this guy him. literally won us football games. Like, and we only had four wins last year. Like, when it came down to the wire, y'all saw the Broncos game. Y'all remember the Raiders game. Like, but yeah, the Colts traded Gilmore to the Dallas Cowboys for a fifth round uh, compensatory pick. Damn, that that really like I saw that. I was like, dang, it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he he was he was one of my favorite players of yeah. the past season. But, but it's a smart move. You know, we aren't contending. We save almost ten million in cap space. He'll be thirty-three in September. I, I, I guess it was time to move on. I mean, Gillylock was crazy good last season. Are yeah. top five when you take into account the value we got from him relative to his pay? I've been saying cornerback was going to be a position that the Colts needed to address this off season and it, this trade just makes it a little worse. Like we have to draft cornerbacks, you know, Ballard likes to draft cornerbacks. It's, it's, it's coming. I'm telling you guys. 
Yeah, you're spot on. He definitely is going to have to get somebody. I mean, we we just let a vet, uh, a, a true vet, get out. You know, from underneath us, someone who who we a leader. That that's what I like about him. He's a leader, man. He showed these young guys the ropes, uh, and and not only that, he came to work and did his job every day and and did it well, no matter who he was on. Um, so this definitely hurts to see him go to Dallas. And like you said, though, I, I get it, I understand it, but it's definitely one where we're already thin in that department. We, I will, I would have liked to see him stay at least for that last year out of that two-year contract. But um, I think I know somebody who you're probably you, you probably ain't too too mad that they're gone. Your, your boy went to the Raiders, <laughs> Brandon Faison. Went right back to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know one Colts fan that was a Brandon Faison fan. And he wasn't good by any measure. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure fans were rejoicing on Twitter when they got the news that he wasn't going to be retained. I mean, they started playing music. It was crazy. But look, yeah, face it wasn't liked by the fan base. Uh, he didn't play well. I, I'm glad he wasn't retained. <laughs> so we'll see if he's better as a Raider. I don't know, but. I've seen too much of Brandon Faison. Hey, I, I second it. I don't have anything to add to him, but I second it. Um, looks like another one we had, defensive tackle, Taven Byron, one year, 4.5 million. You know, he'll definitely be a death piece for us behind D-Buck. Um, I, I just see him kind of hopping in on a couple plays, and D-Buck's retired, and D-Buck is tired, not retired, but it's tired. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like we've been going through this whole spring of – ends and tackles over the past couple of years with injuries and, and, or just unproductive getting dropped to the practice squad, just getting released. So I don't know what the deal is, especially where this Gus Bradley defense is supposed to thrive. You know, we, we look at D buck, we look at Grove, you know, these two are two strong, solid guys. So, and I keep saying that every, I feel like every time we turn around, we're getting another D tackle or getting a D in, it, I, I just I'm not understanding the, the full the full thing behind it. Um, I understand we got to have some depth, but Jesus, I feel like we have not been consistent there as far as backups go. Yeah, um, it this sucks because you know Yannick and Gakwe is probably not getting retained, so we're gonna have to lean on the uh, Force Buckner, Quiddy Pay, Grover Stewart. And Sam Zanibuku. And then mm. I, I think Dio is another bright spot, Dio Denimbo on, on our line. But then after that, like we, we've had some bust out there. Yeah, you know, Taven Bryan, he was a starter last season for Cleveland. Um, I don't think he really did much over there. But so I, I think he's definitely not starting for us. But we'll see what he does in his rotational role for the Colts. I, I'm I'm okay. Give him a one sh- one year shot, just like he did in Cleveland. See what he does, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I know it's hard to <sighs> prove yourself on a one year contract. So, like, I'm not the biggest fan of one year deals, just because I think that it's it like you have to learn a new system, learn the coaches, learn the players, and all this stuff, and you have to do this over the course of essentially 17 weeks for so their 17 games. I know that they're, they're yeah. year round, but let's be real. So it's kind of hard to evaluate a person off that. So I'm, I'm hoping that he's productive for us when he's in there, but definitely, you know, it's, it's something where I, I just like to explore the options of, you know, we're going to do something like that, either a figure out a way to give somebody two years or figure out how to keep someone in house and, and develop more. But you know, it's what it is. Who else you got? Taekwon Lewis. Resigned him one year again. $2.1 million contract. This actually makes sense. So one year deal for Taquan Lewis only played 15 games in two seasons. You know, availability is the best ability. 
He hasn't even played a full season uh, cumulatively over the past two seasons. That's concerning. But what's perfect about this deal is, look, we're going to have you on a one-year deal, and you you can show us, A, your knees are healthy, not only healthy, but good to go long-term, and B, you're going to continue to be an impact player in the rotation on the defensive line this season. But we'll see. Yeah, we, we will see. And that's that's one I don't care about a one-year contract. Like I said, he had a chance to prove himself already. So get them knees healthy and show you want to be here. You know, you, you can be on the chopping block. So you can see all of our D linemen are expen- expendable. So um, show up and show out or, or go home. Yeah, we'll see. It, it's yeah. been a decent free agency for us. Um, looks like Orlando Brown got picked up. Uh, yeah. by the Bengals, Jacoby got picked up. Unique's probably not getting retained, so our three targets are out the window. <laughs> bye bye. But you know, I don't know. It, we we might have a splash signing. It may just be the old, you know, sit. Ballard just sits there and doesn't really do much. <laughs> doesn't get too aggressive, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 it's fine to an extent. I don't know. I guess Colts fans, man, we just saw the turn of you know the turn of the tide. So we want to continue to see and thrive, especially when you see these names. And we can't have everybody. We obviously know that. But when you see these names pop up nonstop throughout the day, you're just like, dang, 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 dang. You see that. So again, Ballard may have something in mind come draft time. And I know that's how he rolls. But I just, I just don't want to get so stuck on the value picks with him. Like I want, I want that controversial. I want that big name. You know, I'm tired of hearing the let me do my job. This is the way it's been because we see that these teams, the Bengals, who we know, just a perfect example. They picked up Orlando Brown. They're going to pay him because guess what? They can't afford to keep paying everybody else. So let's take let some of these big guys, some of their superstars go. So they're going to pick up this lineman to help build them up because they're probably going to be losing a couple of their, their offensive players, you know, as, as, as ne- this year goes on or next year goes on because they got to continue to build that cap space. So they're going to make these signings that they need. So I just really feel like the Colts need a chance to come out and, and get that one or two big names. You know, of course, we all want Lamar. You know, we, we know that. Colt's going to pay him. Not everyone. Yeah, you're right. But Colt's going to pay him $240 million guaranteed. No, I don't I don't see that happening. But, you know, they, can they figure something else? I don't know. I just want to see a splash name pop up and just be like to have a, have a good smile for the day. You know, when I saw Matt Gay, as excited as I am to have a kicker, when I saw that, that don't light up my eyes the way <laughs> I, if, if I was the Raiders and I just got Jacoby Myers or if I'm the, the, the Bengals and I just got, you know, Orlando Brown. So, yeah, I, so that's just that's just. Hey, I, nothing wrong with that. You know, I I hope we do make some splash signings, but we got to see what you know this organization is headed for. Are we headed for retool, rebuild? Are we going to sign somebody big now and try to contend? Like just this year, I, I don't know what's going to happen. So we'll see. But look, everyone, that's going to be it for us. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and platforms. Listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all have a good weekend. Yeah, enjoy the weekend.